0: are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody had a wonderful week leading up into this weekend where the uh, Razorback football team is going to be taking on the Auburn Tigers. And um, I'm excited about it. I've been trying to think of ways to, you know, uniquely go about talking about this game and and what to expect out of this game and what could be the difference in this game and, and yada yada yada. But you know, I, I just started thinking about the. We'll, we'll get into the matchups here in just a second, and you know, kind of break down the player personnel and all that fun stuff as well. Um, but I will say that. This is a game where I believe Arkansas can win. And I started thinking about what all could be going their way and and what would be the reasonings behind it. Because I like to be, as you know, and if you know, listen to this podcast or follow me on social media, you know I'm, like, ever the optimist. And I think the reason why I feel like Arkansas can win this game against Auburn is a very simple concept. And I don't mean this in a joking manner even though we've had some fun with it. I think Chad Morris is detrimental to that Auburn football team. I saw a great video that was put out by Jordan Rogers of the SEC Network. He does a really good job, by the way, and if you have a chance, you should check it out as well. But I was watching him break down some of the reasons and some of the plays that have been causing some of these offensive struggles to happen for Auburn so far this year. And the way he broke it down – is really impressive, but it was also something that I'm looking at it, and I'm like, this shouldn't be what an SEC caliber offense looks like or is the ideas are are based on. The way that the routes were being run by wide receivers, the way the offensive line was doing checkdowns, uh, the way that the quarterback Bo Nix was looking at things. I just saw this, and I'm like, man, Like, no lie, this looks kind of like Arkansas was the past few seasons under Chad Morris. Like, I kind of got that vibe. And so when I started watching more and more of these plays that Auburn had in their game against Georgia over the weekend, it really hit me. that I'm like, you know, this isn't just a thing where Gus Malzahn brought Chad Morris on because he just wanted to give him a job. I think Gus Malzahn has really given the reins of this offense to Chad Morris. And I also think that Chad Morris has taken those reins and tried to turn it into what he was trying to do at Arkansas, what he tried to do at SMU, and what he tried to do at Clemson. And the only time that it was really actually successful uh, was in one year at SMU and in one year at Clemson. But the craziest thing about it, and, and the stats that you always get thrown out, is that each school that Chad Morris left ended up being better offensively once he left. Clemson was better offensively. SMU got better offensively. Arkansas 100 is better offensively now. Maybe not in just production, but just overall, <laughs> what they're trying to do, they're better. And I think there's a trend to that, and it's not surprising that Chad Morris is where the fingers get pointed to. So I, I just laughed about that because I'm like, my goodness, like this is this is serious stuff, and. I was, uh, when I was looking at the plays and the formations, I started to think I'm like, you know, what they're doing is not something that is going to be uh, like unique or uh, rare or anything that Barry Odom and this defensive staff hasn't seen. In fact, they look so poorly coached schematically off- and offensively that a good and well coached defense will shut this offense out. Like they'll shut them down. Kentucky allowed them to score a bunch of points, or and I would say a bunch ended up being like twenty nine points. But in the first game of the season, they allowed them to do that. But Kentucky or Auburn didn't score any points really in the first half. Like they shut them down completely. His offense has been absolutely uh, d- abysmal, and Georgia, of course, shut them down. And I started kind of looking at the trends and seeing what was the, what was the commonalities and I'm like you know Kentucky and Georgia both are very successful defenses that are very well coached and I don't see that being any different for Arkansas on Saturday versus Auburn I see a defense that Arkansas has that may not have the highest level of talent but is very well coached and the fact that this game is going to be nasty and muddy and wet and rainy and all that because of the weather coming in it that's going to be an advantage of course to Arkansas defense and just defense in general where maybe they can take advantage of having some uh, some bad plays and some fumbles and some turnovers and all that fun stuff. So, like it could be one of these types of things. Where I look back and I'm like, man, this could work out really for Arkansas. Now it's going to come down to which you know offense can actually score points because you got to put points on the board, and it's going to come down to that. But there is nothing about Auburn and especially about Auburn's offense that makes me nervous, that scares me, that makes me think that they can't you know be something that's uh or arkansas can't be something that ends up building upon the defensive performance that we've seen over the past two weeks and it all comes down to because chad morris is is a pathetic coach like he's a bad offensive mind and i have never seen a coach at least here in my lifetime in a long time fail up as much as this guy has and as quickly as he has now arkansas is to blame for hiring him but you're talking about a guy that just, you know, less than 10 years ago was just an offensive coordinator at Clemson. So he goes from being a Clemson OC to being a head coach at SMU to being the head coach at Arkansas. Now he's the offensive coordinator at Auburn. All in a, just a short span. And, it look, and you look back on his career and you're like, dude, what have you actually accomplished? What have you actually done offensively? What is it besides, because I know you like to toot your own horn by, wow, well, I had Tosh Boyd. Okay, but... That offense that you had that long ago was probably pretty innovative, especially for the ACC during that point. But now you're talking about being in the SEC and trying to run an offense that I think most people have probably figured out. And there's no like complexity to it. There's no creativity. There's nothing about it where I sit back and I say, man, look at that offense if they just have the right pieces, especially at the quarterback. You're supposed to be coaching the quarterbacks. And if, if there's any indication of what happened at Arkansas, like if Chad Morris just sucked at Arkansas, but his offenses were good, or his quarterback play was good, I could maybe buy that. But the thing that Chad Morris was supposed to be good at, he's not anywhere, and he wasn't at Arkansas. Like That was the thing he was supposed to be good at was offense, and he couldn't even get that right. He went through multiple quarterbacks. He pissed off every player. He made it just an absolute embarrassment of the program and everything. And so it's just like I look back and I'm like, my goodness, could you imagine? Could you imagine what this team would have looked like if they had Chad Morris for one more year? I'm glad the trigger got pulled, but now you see what happens at Auburn. And I'm hoping that Gus Malzon continues to let Chad Morris fail. But I have a feeling, though, that if Arkansas in the first half dominates defensively and is causing problems for Auburn's offense, you may get into the desperation mode where Chad Morris and Gus Malzahn have a little talk and they say, you know what, Chad, I'm taking over from here because this is this is terrible. We can't have this anymore. I'm not saying that it could happen, or I'm not saying it will happen, but it could happen. And if it does happen, that may be problematic. But I'm not afraid of Chad Morris. I've seen enough of Chad Morris. I'm not afraid of Chad Morris. And the fact that he says he's taking this personally, get out of here, dude. Like, you're a joke. I don't want to hear about it. It's just funny to hear that this guy actually thinks that he was the wrong party in this whole situation. Totally, totally dumb. But anyways, folks, we'll talk more about this game coming up. But I need to tell you about Built Go. You heard Built, Built Bar, but what about Built Go? This is the solution to breaking through your wall. We all hit that wall. I was hitting that wall today. Like it's a Friday, it's towards the end, man, you've just been going 90 miles an hour and you get to that point where mentally and physically you're drained. And you're just like, you can't can't get the coffee going down, you can't get the caffeine going, Uh, you know, you can eat healthy and all that stuff, but it's just not getting you to where you need to do. And that's what Built Go does for you, whether it's physical, mental, you can break through the wall every day, and it's a very easy-to-take one-and-a-half-ounce packages. You can put them in your briefcase, your golf bag, or you have it in your pocket throughout the day, and they have three different delicious flavors of peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and coconut mint. And it works so well because it's got an energy gel with collagen protein. So it's healthy for you while also giving you the vitamins to get you through to your next to make sure your energy goes strong while also giving you the protein that you need as well. So visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED And you'll get 20% off your next order. Promo code LOCKED over at BuiltGo.com and 20% off your next order. It is awesome. It is great. Again, head over to BuiltGo.com. Enter in promo code LOCKED for 20% off. Let's go. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, talking about Auburn and this game coming up uh, on Saturday. Uh, you know, the spread's already at thirteen and a half. It opened up as eighteen points for uh, for Auburn, and now it's sitting at thirteen and a half. Which I'm really liking the Arkansas Razorbacks to cover that, um, but it's still like it's just so funny to me to think that these two teams still have a lot of question marks, but yet both of them are sitting at the same record. And then I started thinking about you know what if. What if Arkansas wins this game? What if they do the unthinkable, to, and in what a lot of people's minds, I guess, would be unthinkable. What if they beat the Auburn Tigers? No matter how it happens, no matter how it's done, they win. They move to 2-1 and one overall, 2-1 and one in SEC play. And they beat for the second straight week a top 16, top 20, top 25 team, doesn't matter. But they beat one of those in the second straight week. What happens? What's the narrative? What changes? Well, first off, you know that Arkansas will be a top 25 team. They'll be a top 25 team for sure. Like, that's not even a doubt. But what also happen is then it goes, the narrative changes. Because you've seen it just as much as I have, that when Arkansas beat Mississippi State, people were happy, and they were like, hey, good job, Arkansas. But Mississippi State, they, you know, they just, they, they had problems. Kylan Hill was out. Um, You know, they weren't as good as what we thought, yada, yada, yada. And that's why Arkansas won. And it's kind of frustrating because, you know, it's like at some point you want to get credit. You want to get credit for actually getting the victory and getting the win that you deserve. And you want people to say that you won because you're a good football team. You won because you had a good game plan. You won because you deserved it, not that the other team blew it. And I think if Arkansas beats Auburn this weekend... Is there still going to be some of that? Of course. There's still going to be plenty of people that are saying, oh, well, Auburn just sucks. They got problems. Chad Morris is a joke. They got got to figure some things out. They're not going to be able to be successful with the way they're going. There's going to be that. But I think a lot of people will start to say, you know, maybe Arkansas is not as bad of a team as people thought. Maybe Arkansas is actually a worthy opponent in the SEC. Maybe there was talent on this team that Chad Morris literally had no idea how to handle, but Sam Pittman and this great, great coaching staff figured it out, and they have talent, and they're utilizing that talent. I think there will be people that say Arkansas is a legit team. Now, when you say a legit team, what does that mean? I think it means that a legit team that could go 5-5 and after that, because if you think about it, like, look, look at this. If Arkansas found a way to beat Auburn, and they're sitting at two and one, they got Ole Miss coming to town the next Saturday, very winnable. They go to Texas A&M, winnable. Tennessee, will find out more this weekend because they play Georgia of how good they are, but I, mean, I don't think they're anything that you can't handle. At Florida will be tough. I don't think you'll win that one. But LSU, I mean, they don't look amazing, but they'd still be a tough out. Maybe. You'd beat Missouri, and of course you wouldn't beat Alabama start the year, but or to finish the year. But think about that: you'd be looking at possibly best case scenario seven wins, best case, absolute best case. Worst case scenario four, five. Like that's just that's just crazy talk, but it's legit talk now. Like it is no longer a secret, and it's no longer just a hopeful thing. If you beat Auburn this Saturday, it becomes a reality. Where now you start to wonder, can this team actually beat some other teams that they're not expected to be? Can they continue to improve? Can they stay healthy? That's going to be the narrative at the end of the day. And I can't wait to see what Arkansas does with it. I really can't. I think it'll be big time for them for all the right reasons, and I think that they'll make it work to the best of their ability as well. Uh, well, we got to take another break, but before we do, you hear me talk about rockauto.com. You know, rockauto.com is something that I've, I've used myself. And, you know, some people who, you know, hear these ads are like, John, why are you doing these ads if you don't use them yourself? Well, I've used these things like the Built Go, Built Bar, all that stuff. I've used them. And Rock Auto, I've also used too. And it is phenomenal because I have things that go on in my truck that I need to get replaced. In fact, I've told you about the cup holder I need to replace. Well, I actually uh, had an issue with my backseat uh, seatbelt buckle. And there was a problem there was one. So I went to RockAuto.com, and I was like, all right, so let's see what we got. And I found one and it was extremely affordable, a lot cheaper than what I had when I went to uh, a parts store or dealership or anything like that. So I was like, okay, so I ordered it. It got here in, ve- in very good time, better time than what, uh, any place I would have ordered it. Otherwise it got here in a timely manner. I got it. It came in the box, brand new, I checked it out i went into my truck i put it in myself and boom there it was and it was so easy and so affordable and i'm telling you this is not a joke that you have to try this if you're going to ever do anything with your vehicles try rockauto.com they have an amazing selection it's an easy catalog to go through they've got so many different makes and models and you can see all the car parts available for your truck at rockauto.com right now just make sure that you write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you. Again, write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so that they know that we here at Locked On Razorbacks sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you ever need at rockauto.com. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, final segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Uh I've been having some fun with it, but I want to bring it up again because (laughs) so many of you were upset uh, by Chad Morris like I was with the way things left. And you're probably tired of hearing about Chad Morris. You're tired of hearing about it. You're tired of hearing about what he is and who he is and what he does and how you hate it and all that fun stuff. But I had a few of you tweet at me and saying, like, please keep it up. Please keep up your hatred for Chad Morris because they enjoy it. Um, But – Uh, This is the last thing. This is the last time I'm going to talk about Chad Morris because this is Auburn week. And because you guys were tweeting at me about it, uh, I did want to make mention of it and kind of explain and clarify some of the stuff I said. Chad Morris is a person I necessarily don't have any issues with. Very seldom will I have issues with any coaches as people uh, unless they're just, you know, uh, just horrible human beings. I don't think Chad Morris is a horrible human being. But what has bothered me the most about Chad Morris is is when you just take every, not, not just singling out certain things, but just take everything into consideration and even take all what happened on the field out of the, out of the equation. Just take it out. Like you had a coach that got hired by a major university in Fayetteville, Arkansas, a major university. They hired you. And you wouldn't even move your family to Fayetteville. Like say, say what you want about, oh, his kid was in Texas high school football. Okay, then don't take the job. Don't take the job. If your family can't move here, don't take the job. Because that to me is a, is a bad sign from the get-go. Like imagine any of you getting a new job, or if you own a company and you hired a guy that was going to make a lot of appearances, that was going to be kind of the face of your your company and all of that. And you hire him and he says, Ah, my well, my family's not going to move here because you know they're kind of happy back where they are where they're at before, but they're not going to move here. So it's just going to be me you'd kind of be like, eh, I don't know about that, man. Like that, that sounds like somebody that's not really all in, all in on the job. So I take that into consideration. Taking into consideration the uh, you know, the, just the, the note-taking that he had to have during press conferences of saying, you know, thank the fans. And think about the stupid, like, symbols and signs he'd say. And think about all the ums and ahs that he'd say in his press conferences. He had no confidence in his team because his team had no confidence in him. And, you know, think about Club Dub and and that nonsense. Think about the most explosive offense in the country. Think about when he took away all the gear from the players to try to build up their mental toughness. Like, think about all that stupid stuff that was going on. And then to come to just the cherry on top was when he gets fired and leaves for Auburn. And that entire period, he did not say one thing to the fans, to the school he didn't thank the fans. He didn't say, "Man, I, you know I, I, under, I, I hate that it happened this way. If, you know, but I understand that this is a performance-based business, and you know that was their decision. Like, he could have said any of those things, but he didn't. It was all about Chad Morris and, 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 and he didn't care about anybody. He didn't make any sort of message or anything. And I'm telling you, all those things together collectively made me have a strong disdain for him. Because he torpedoed a program that so many of us hold so dear, so quickly, and didn't even have the audacity to say thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, screw that guy. I hope he fails. I hope he fails hard. And I hope that he will continue to fail. And that people will see him for the fraud that he is. Is that a little over the top, a little harsh? Probably. But... I just don't have respect for people like that. You know, I, I remember I've been fired before in my life, and I'm sure some of you have as well. And I remember in my public eye and when I was doing my radio show, when I got fired, the first thing I said was, you know, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Thank for the opportunities. Thanks to, yeah, you know, everybody involved on the production. Like that was my first thing I did is want to make sure that everyone knew that I was thankful for the opportunity, but I was sad that it didn't work out. That's what I mean. That's that's basic stuff. That's basic stuff. You have to do it right away, but you do it at some point. So I have no respect for Chad Morris. And again, I hope he fails. Hope him and Malzone both fail. But let's just hope Arkansas gets a victory, because honestly, that's going to be sweeter than anything that possibly could be given to us during this Saturday, during this weekend. Let's get it done. Before we get out of here, folks, though, just remember BuiltBar.com. Remember the name. You've heard about it. Take these bars with you everywhere you go. They're so convenient, and they're very easy going when it comes to the health-conscious people like we all are. We like convenient, we like easy, and we like options. And that's what the Built Bar and the new and improved Built Bar has made when they added six new flavors to their already 12 original flavors. They're great for low-calorie, low-sugar, well, high-protein and high-fiber. And you get a great deal because of this podcast. Because if you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code Locked On. You get 20% off your next order. That's right. Use promo code LOCKED ON, and you get 20% off your next order at Bilt Bar. It's amazing. It's affordable. It's great. It's convenient. And best of all, it's something I take and I love it and I know you will too. It's actually tasting amazing. It doesn't taste like tree bark like these other things do. They taste great. So head to builtbar.com and enter promo code LOCKEDON to you get 20% off your next order. Appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. Also get after us on Twitter at buzzjohnneighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel. Next Monday, have a great weekend, folks. We'll see you then. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.